Hear the word of God from Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. This reading comes from the Revised Standard Version. Now the apostles and the brethren who were in Judea heard the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, yeah, so when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, Why did you go to uncircumcised men and eat with them? But Peter began and explained to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, something descending like a great sheet let down from heaven by four corners. And it came down to me. Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, eat, kill and eat. But I said, No, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up again into heaven. At, at that very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we're, we were, sent to me from Caesarea. And the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. These six brethren also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and bring Simon called Peter. We will declare you as a message by which you will be saved, you and all your household. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God if then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us when he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was who I that could withstand God? When they heard this, they were silenced. And they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance unto life. The word of God for the world. Thanks be to God. Good job, Tommy. Welcome, everyone. There's a long scripture reading, I understand. There's coffee in the back. I want to clear our hearts and minds today uh, as we hear the message. Let's pray together. God, we give thanks for our day. So many of us walk into this room with things going on that are lovely and wonderful. And other, other times we walk in with things that are challenging, that no one else knows about. We clear our minds so that we might hear the word of God through the scripture and through the music, through the sermon. I pray that my, my message might aid and not hinder. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Kids, kids, kids. Have you ever been called to the principal's office? Anybody? Who has? Everybody can raise their hands. Who has? All right. Principal's office. You guys are good. How about uh, adults? 
Have you ever been called to your supervisor's office of some, because of some mistake that you made? Yes? All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I know Hyde Park has a lot of lawyers. How many of you, sorry, how many of you have been called to the witness stand to explain some action in your life? Anybody been on the witness stand for anything? Just a few people? Okay, a handful of people. Great. So if you can remember, if you can catapult yourself back into that time when your thoughts are running and your heart is pumping, and you have that pit in your stomach because you don't know what's going to happen when you have to answer for what you've done. Ever been there? So I serve on this committee. It's a, a United Methodist committee called the CRC. It stands for church. Uh, no. <laughs> Hold on. It stands for Conference Relations Committee. Sorry. Conference Relations Committee. It's not a committee you generally want to go before, just to let you know. It does lots of things. It's got a broad thing. But what it really does is when pastors get in trouble, they have to go to the CRC. So in our story today, we heard about Peter in the first century going to the where? The CRC. He's in trouble. He's got to go and answer for his behavior. And here's what the CRC had trouble with. They had trouble with some issues with people and practices. Will you say that with me? People and practices. Their reports that they were getting would have been absolutely shocking to them at that time. The reason being is it says that the Gentiles, that was people who weren't Jewish, were accepting the word of God. And if true, if that was true, if they got that information correctly, that would mean that that would be in direct opposition to their belief that only Jews could inherit the kingdom of God. And not only that, it would also be in direct opposition to their belief that Jews and Gentiles could not hang out together. And Peter, actually, if you read chapter 10 or if you read chapter 10, you'll see he acknowledges this in his vision when he says, it is unlawful for a Jew to associate with or to visit a Gentile. You see, the CRC were having some problems with the people. Now, the second report, so that's the first report, Gentiles are accepting the word of God. The second report is perhaps even more troubling, and it's this. Peter, who is identified by Jesus as the rock of the church upon which everything would be built, is engaging in all kinds of improper conduct. So when he gets in there, who knows what the first question was, but maybe it was this one. Why did you go to an uncircumcised men and eat with them? How come? How come you were with the people and doing some practices, right? They had a problem with the who, and they had a problem with the what he was doing. And he's not only being with people that he shouldn't be, but he's actually engaging in forbidden practices for the history of Judaism. And he's blatantly, here's here's the catch, here's the big one, he's blatantly disregarding the Bible. Blatantly. Shockingly. You see, circumcision in this time was non-negotiable. And it was as old as the Bible. 
It shows up in Genesis. It was an outwardly visible sign that you were different than other people. It had to do with your identity. In Genesis 17, God makes a covenant with Abram. It's the time that he changes his name to Abraham and he makes this everlasting, it says an everlasting covenant for him and all future ancestors, the Hebrews now, the Jews. And he says, on the eighth day, all Jews, all males are to be circumcised so it will be a sign of our everlasting covenant. Does that make sense? So the food laws, so it's not only circumcision, but food laws and not eating circum certain foods was also non-negotiable for them. It was something else that illustrated that they were set apart as a people, that they were different than the culture, and that they were being faithful to the covenant that started all the way back in Genesis, right? So Peter's supposed to be preaching to Jewish people about Jesus, and now he's not. And so he's He's absolutely dismissing this lineage. He's dismissing his tradition. He's, dismissing the, he's uh, dismissing the scripture and the church. It had to be troubling. And the CRC wanted some answers to why. So explain he does. You heard Tommy do a good job of doing. He shares the vision that turned his understanding of God and the world and all the people in it upside down. He has a change of mind and of heart and of behavior, all because of some experience he had that he believed was from the risen Christ. Now, I want to pull you in. I want you to consider just for a moment the range of feelings that must have been experienced during that church meeting. Think about it. Think about it. Fear and confusion and perhaps outrage might have just been swirling the scuttlebutt about this before Peter gets there. All that they had known, all that these good religious leaders that had been following Jesus and experienced the risen Christ, all that they had known was being questioned and challenged and potentially deconstructed by one of their own. Could you imagine how troubling that would have been for them. What would become of the church and the Jews? Could God, could God, here's the question, could God really approve of these people? Could God really do that? And could God really approve of these practices that have been forbidden since the beginning of them being chosen? People and practices. Now, I suspect in that meeting on that day, there were a couple of different perspectives. I've seen these in churches before, church meetings, not exactly the same issue, but I've seen these perspectives. The first was they walked into that meeting and they're like, don't care what you say, not going to change, right? The, they, they believed that the Gentiles could never be included because of who they were. And Peter's actions were indefensible. And they had scripture to back it up. They could cite book, chapter, and verse to say why this didn't work and why this wasn't okay. So Peter needed to be reprimanded or he just needed to get out or stop. He needed to stop or get out. That's one perspective. The second might have been 
Well, maybe Gentiles can be included. Maybe. But with some conditions. There were going to be conditions around their acceptance. They would have to change some of their practices. Right? If they were going to accept Jesus Christ, they'd have to change their current behavior that ran counter to Scripture and counter to Jewish tradition. Meaning they'd have to get circumcised as, as adults. Oh, yep. Yep. As adults. And they'd have to eat like the Jews had to eat. No more bacon. I want you to go a week. No more bacon for y'all. Oh. Did you hear the groans? I don't actually mean that. I want to tell you a story. I've been meeting with a group of guys since 2006. I joined this church in 2006, a small group of guys as I started meeting. Every single Tuesday morning at 6.30 a.m., we've met at different times. There's only one original group member besides me in that group. People have changed for a variety of different life circumstances, moves, et cetera, et cetera. But there were a few, and what we do in that group, it's important for you to know, is that we hold each other accountable to spiritual practices, we pray for one another, um, we uh, get it, meddle in into our business and say, who do, we, who do you need to forgive, right? Who do you need to forgive? And where have you sinned? We confess that to each other. It's a very fun group. No, I'm just kidding. It is. It's a great group. I love those guys. But a couple of men, a couple of men have transitioned out of the group, not because of life circumstances, but for a very specific reason. It has to do with Hyde Park. Very specific reason. They believed that the church was violating tradition and scripture by allowing gay and lesbian people to lead and serve and to become a part of our congregation. One friend cited Leviticus 18 and 20 in Romans and Corinthians and pointed that out to me. And I love this guy. I, I, I have, and I do. He held the second perspective. Neither of the two dudes that left held the first one where no one could ever be accepted, but they held the second perspective, which was this, that they renounced their same sex, sex attraction and they remain celibate. That's what they were called to do. So Peter tells the CRC in his meeting about that vision that we heard about. He saw a sheet dropping down, and on the sheet there were images of all kinds of animals that Jewish people, including first century followers, couldn't eat. There were shellfish. Here, now think about the last time you've had it. Animal with cloves and birds. And then there was a voice from heaven, and it said, Peter, get up, kill, eat these foods. And Peter, being a good Jew, said, uh-uh, not doing that. He heard it again. Peter, go do it. Uh-uh, not doing that. Nothing's ever entered my mouth that has been unclean. He said, no, no, uh-uh. But then Peter, he heard it a third time. Then Peter realized that it really wasn't about dietary laws, right? He recounts that these guys showed up from Caesarea, and they had a vision too, right, uh, that they were to come get Peter and bring him to his house. Oh, my gosh. This might be about people who aren't accepted, and now i got to go do things that I'm not allowed to do. Takes courage. Takes courage. And this is what it says. The slide says, And the Spirit told me, this is Peter, to go with them and not make a distinction between them and us. 
You see, Peter's vision and prompting changed his theology about people. It shifted it. And what happened in that house later on changed his mind about practices. What was previously accepted, understood, and backed up by tradition and scripture was no longer true. People who were excluded are now included. And practices that were forbidden are now permittable. He discovered that God's love covered all. That God's love, it was the great pivot in the church history. The great pivot was, it's not just going to be for these people. It's going to be for everybody. Herein lies the struggle, brothers and sisters, with our beloved global United Methodist denomination. People and practices. Traditionalists will say that the LGBTQ community can be included if they change. Centrists and progressives are saying that the Spirit has revealed something new about people and practices and that we shouldn't make a distinction between heterosexuals and homosexuals and whether they can leave and serve and participate and be ordained in the church you know, over the last 14 years, I've worked at this, this place and served this place. And I've had the opportunity to serve and teach and lead and make plenty of mistakes. And I've got to interact with a variety of different people. People of different strengths, people of different sins, people of different brokenness, people of different spiritual giftedness and I want to tell you among those people are the LGBTQ community that I have seen the spirit on them so Peter arrives at the house it says and it says this as he began to speak the Holy Spirit fell upon them just as it had fallen upon us at the beginning. And I remember the word of the Lord, how he said it, John baptized with the water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. He said that the Spirit had fallen on the Gentiles. And from this point on, Peter and everybody else, the other disciples, P.S., if you read on in Acts, there's still a struggle with this. There's a struggle. It didn't just change and everything was good. It was a struggle. It was a movement of struggle of who would be included and what would be allowed. But the missionary efforts would be expanded to people who weren't Jews because everybody, everybody has the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as Lord. Not because of who they are, but because of who Jesus is. Not because of what they have done or what they have failed to do, but what God did in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. That's why. The requirement that Peter outlines, repentance and belief. A turning toward God, away from self, understanding and accepting that the only thing gets us where in right relationship with God is Jesus, is Jesus. 
and belief and belief that God raised Jesus for the, from the dead for the forgiveness of your and my sins and the whole world's as we wait for redemption here and now in this time and place and we wait for later. And by repentance and belief, it is my belief that the Holy Spirit will fall on everybody. Not certain people, not certain people with certain practices. And then Peter said this, Slide. If then God gave them the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus, how could I hinder God? Let's pray together. God, I give thanks for your word, your call, your love. I pray that if there's anyone here exploring you, who you are, that they would know that they are loved and chosen, not by their goodness, but by yours, not by their ability to love wholly, but by yours, not because of what they have done or what they have failed to do, but because what you have done in your life on the cross and when God raised you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, all God's people said, Amen. Amen. We give back to God our gifts and our offerings to support the ministry of the church. Thank you for your generosity.